It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Locked On Wizards podcast. It's your host, The Real Ed Oliver. And today we're going to talk about the Donovan Mitchell rumors, the Wizards being interested also, the hiring of James Posey and Denny Avdia's Israeli national basketball team schedule. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, Wizards fans? I just want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. It feels good to be back. Um, I was out of town a little bit, you know, having some things done, some renovations done to my home, got the flooring put in and whatnot in the basement. Um, so it feels good to be back. I just want to give you guys an update on the scheduling uh, for the off season. Since it is the off season, we are in the dog days or the dead days of the off season right now. Um, it's three days a week. So I definitely will be getting three episodes a week. Um, if something crazy happens, of course, possibly possibly four or five of a, of a trade, which I don't think will happen, or a transaction, some craziness happens for the Wizards organization, then yes, I will do a bonus episode. I do actually want to recap some of the um, games for Denny. Chris Hesperzingas also will be playing for the Latvia, Latvia national team uh, this summer. So Denny plays uh, today, actually, on Monday against Auburn University at 1.30 on SEC Network. So I do, I want to, I want to, I want to recap a couple of his games as just a single up episode, just recapping some of his, maybe like a 10 minute to 12 minute bonus episode. Uh, so I'm going to try to do that and get that out to you guys this summer. So I'm definitely want to go over the schedule at the end of the episode. Um, I talked to uh, my, our guy, Aaron, Aaron Soroka, who was a guest on the show. He, um, he, he tweeted me or DM me the schedule because I, I just couldn't find it anywhere, but he DM'd me the schedule, so I'm going to go over what he gave me uh, towards the end of the episode. But, of course, I just want to talk about the hot topic. I know it's old now. I know you guys are prob- probably tired of hearing about it, but um, the Wizards have been connected to Donovan Mitchell now um, by Sham Sharania. I want to say he was re- they, the Wizards were reportedly interested in Donovan Mitchell. Now, they've been interested in Kevin Durant, some other guys the Wizards have been tied to. Um, it looks like Tommy Shepard is just trying to put his name in a hat and just show that he's trying to be aggressive. Um, to show Bradley Bill that, you know, they're trying to win a championship, even guys that they they basically know that are unattainable, guys like Kevin Durant who does not want to come back home to PG County, to the DMV area. They're putting their names in a hat and just saying that they're interested. So, and this this is coming from Sam Emico came up with the uh, report. This time, Sham Sharania, who is definitely a reliable source. I think Sam Emico is a, is, a, is, a, is a fine reporter as well. But Sham Sharania, you know, that's that's big time. That's, that's a legitimate source saying that. The Wizards do have legitimate interest in trying to get Donovan Mitchell. Now, the other teams, the Knicks are trying to get Donovan Mitchell. The Miami Heat are trying to get Donovan Mitchell. The Charlotte Hornets are trying to get Donovan Mitchell. The Knicks, they have better assets. They have more picks. They they actually have our 2023 pick that is tied up in protections right now. So um, the Knicks clearly have the upper hand. But talking about fit, which what I've seen you know, fans on social media go back and forth about, 
I do think the fit would be clunky. I know defensively, you know, Bradley Bill, sometimes he can be a turnstile. Defensively, he can be somewhat of a cone, uh, quote-unquote, defensively. Same thing with Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell was a bottom five uh, rated defensive player, you know, per uh, the, the Raptor metric. He was he was a bottom five. I uh, talked about the tweet on the episode two weeks ago with John Heiser with how bad he was defensively this past season. And then you look at the playoffs against the Mavericks where him and Mike Conley were, you know, allowing Jalen Brunson to put up 20 points and Jalen Brunson had a 40-point game. But you cannot deny the talent that Donovan Mitchell has. Spider D. D. Mitch, three-time All-Star, just an explosive player. He was a steal in the draft. Nobody projected him to be as good as he right as he is right now. He is listed as six foot one. I didn't even know. I didn't pay attention that Donovan Mitchell is just six foot one because he plays like he plays bigger than what he is. He's so athletic where it's almost like when he snatches back and dunks the ball, he puts his arm so far back that signature dunk he has. But he's a six foot one, 215 pound shooting guard. They, on basketball reference, they have him listed as a shooting guard and a point guard. Now, he can certainly play make. Same thing with Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill can play make as well. And I know a lot of people were down on him, you know, when the Wizards, when Wes Hunsell Jr. or Tommy Shepard has said that he can play point guard in the rotation coming up this year. Um, Bradley Bill had some good games where he had 17 assists against the Chicago, the Chicago Bulls this past season where he had to play point guard. I thought he did a solid job of doing that. But Donovan Mitchell is a solid playmaker as well, you know, 5.3 assists per game this past year. He can definitely put pressure on the rim and put pressure on the defense. Now, the thing is, you know, what what do the Wizards have to give up? Do they have the assets? I don't think they have the assets at all. So, you know, we could be, you know, wasting our time talking about this. You look at the Rudy Gobert trade and how much the uh, Timberwolves had to give up just to get Rudy Gobert. So you can imagine how many picks that they want a team to give up to, to get Donovan Mitchell. But if the Wizards were able to acquire Donovan Mitchell and pair him with Bradley Bill without giving up Chris Haspersingas, that's the big thing. If they don't have to give up Chris Haspersingas, and they could find a way to get Donovan Mitchell or pair him next to Bradley Bill and Chris Porzingis. That would be a legitimate big three in the Eastern Conference, in my opinion. You would have two legitimate all-stars. And Porzingis, if he is healthy, if he gives you 65 to 70 games out of an 82-game season, if he stays healthy for the most part and plays the way he did the last 17 games of the year, the Wizards would be competitive. They would be a lot more competitive than what they are now. And I know they would have to give up one of the young guys possibly Kyle Kuzma. I do want to talk about a trade proposal that Bill Simmons said from his podcast. I know he usually says some, you know, outlandish things about the Wizards and what they should do, but I do think this trade, you know, if they pull this trade off, I think it would be a win for the Wizards. I do want to talk about that on the next segment. And of course, I'd like giving up some numbers. I want to give us some numbers that shows how great Donovan Mitchell has been throughout his career. He's just been a, he's been a great player. He, he, you know, he hasn't gotten past the second round, just like Bradley Bill. But he has been the number one option on that roster for sure and making that team better, um, you know, pairing with Michael Conley. I know there were some uh, frictions with Rudy Gobert, but, you know, they, they played well together for the most part when they were there with the Jazz. And they, they, they definitely could have made it to the Western Conference Finals, but they lost to the Clippers in the second round um, that one year when Kawhi was not there. Um, but Donovan Mitchell, man, he, he's a great player. He would definitely bring some explosiveness, athleticism to the roster and – he is looking up his percentages, 85% from the free throw line, 35% from the three-point three line per, in his career. This past year, he, th- he shot 35%, shooting 9.83s per game. So, And the Wizards, they were bottom five of three-point percentage, bottom five of three-pointers made. Um, the Wizards need that. They need that for sure. So I do want to get to the uh, trade proposal and some things that I think Donovan Mitchell def- certainly would help the Wizards with. But 
Uh, before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. I enjoy Built Bar, man. I, I got something in the mail a couple weeks ago. It was really, really good. The birthday cake puffs. The cookie dough chunk puff is really, really good, too. If you haven't tried Built Bar puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Ready? Are you ready? Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite cookie dough chunk puffs. Have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, and of course, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. All of the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Like all Built Bars, the new cookie dough chunk puff is covered in 100% real chocolate. That means they are healthy and tasty. Chocolate-covered cookie dough with a light, fluffy texture. It's so good. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, that's all caps, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. All right. So let me pull up the trade proposal from... Uh, ben Simmons, I mean, it's not, not Ben Simmons, but Bill Simmons. Um, he has a podcast who he was formerly on ESPN. I think everybody knows who Bill Simmons is. Um, but this is the potential trade offer that he has for um, Donovan Mitchell. And I'll, I'll actually read you somewhat uh, an excerpt from an article from Josh Robbins of The Athletic, just explaining the uh, Stipian rule and how the Wizards' picks are tied up right now for the future. Um Will Barton, will the thrill, you can't trade Will Barton until later on. You can't trade him right now because they just acquired him. Same thing with Johnny Davis. You can't trade him right now. There's a couple There's a couple guys that you, you can't trade at the moment. Um, uh, Monte Morris, you can't trade him yet. You just acquired him, such as Todd Gibson, Will Barton, DeLon Wright. You can't trade those guys right now. So even if you're doing a trade machine, you can't trade those guys at the moment uh, per NBA rules. Um, so the trade that Bill Simmons said is Will Barton, Rui Hachimura, Johnny Davis, three unprotected firsts, which they can't do right now unless the Knicks agree to lifting the protect- protections, a pick swap, and the Wizards would get down to a missile. So you would you would not give up Kyle Kuzma. You wouldn't give up Chris S. Porzingis. I think that would be a win. I would hate to lose Will to throw Barton. I would hate to lose Rui. I would hate to lose Johnny, but... The Wizards, they have to pick a lane here. That's the thing. They have to pick a lane. Are they trying to win or are they just trying to make the first round? You know, what are they doing? You know, are they rebuilding? They're obviously not rebuilding. Ted Lance said they would never, ever tank. So they have to pick a lane here. And they could definitely get out of basketball purgatory. And it's not just about this following year coming up, the 2023 season. It's about the years after. Donovan Mitchell is still under contract for the next couple of years. He's under contract until 2026. So you would still have Donovan Mitchell until 2026. Donovan Mitchell is 25 years old. 
He's making about $30 million per year. By 2026, it's going to go up to 37 mil. So the match salaries wouldn't be terrible matching that $30 million coming up for this 2023 season. So I do think if the Wizards could bring him in, I think they would be seriously competitive for the next three to four or five years with the contract left, super competitive in the East. And you would have two explosive guards. I remember the game in 2020 where the Wizards and the Jazz went back and forth. They were in the high hundreds, like 120, 130 point game. And Brad had 40 and Donovan Mitchell had like 42 or something like that. The Wizards ended up winning. So the games would look like that. It would go back to the 2021 team where it was kind of like just roll the ball out. First team gets to 120 points. Uh, it would be be that kind of style. I know Wes Hunsell Jr., he's a defensive-minded coach. Um, you still have Daniel Gafford, a rim protector. Chris S. Porzingis, who's, who's a rim protector. Um, you still have Denny, who is, a, is a, who's one of your better defenders as well. So you wouldn't lose the bulk of your defense that you have right now, even though the Wizards were ranked 25th in defensive efficiency. Um, you still have Monte Morris on the roster, so you don't give up your point guard. So you have a point guard on the roster there who could facilitate to D. Mitch and Bradley Bill. Now it's like who's going to start? Obviously, D. Mitch and Bradley Bill are going to start, but with Monte Morris would be that point guard, and you have, you know, so it, it would be wonky and a little clunky there, but I just believe the Wizards, they definitely need to upgrade in talent. And that would definitely upgrade their talent and their athleticism. They need more athleticism at the guard spot, really all around on the roster, and guys who are more explosive. The Wizards are more of a finesse team, and I think Donovan Mitchell would definitely change the culture and their identity. Right now, the Wizards, they don't really have much of an identity right now. They're not elite defensively, and they're not elite offensively either right now. They're not a defensive-minded team. They're not a push-the-pace team. They're not a running team. So they have to find their way. I think Brandon Donovan Mitchell definitely would help them find some type of identity once again like i said he would definitely help them out with three-point shooting they struggled to, to shoot the ball shoot from the three-point line and stretch the floor as well um but some other numbers that i like from donovan mitchell uh, and you look you look at the top 10 shooting guards entering into next season per hoops hype devin booker's ranked number one which you know i don't disagree with right now at the moment per because of last year donovan mitchell's ranked number two as the second best shooting guard, Jalen Brown's number three, Zach Levine is number four, Anthony Edwards is number five, Bradley Bill's ranked sixth, which I don't agree. I, I would have Bradley Bill above Anthony Edwards, and I would I would I would have Bradley Bill above Zach Levine. Jalen Brown is where you get debatable there, um, but I'll probably talk about that on a separate episode. But there was also an article from Michael Scotto talking about a um, Lakers, Knicks, and Jazz. They discussed a three-team trade involving Donovan Mitchell landing in New York. So. I didn't look at the details at that, but this is from B-Ball Index, which I love to reference. Uh, Donovan Mitchell was a, was in the 100th percentile in three-point shot creation, 94th in rim shot making as well. And he had an A, he had an a in playmaking, A-plus in playmaking talent. So he's a guy that can get you open shots. Corey Kispert knocked down some open threes. Porzingis, the pick and roll of Porzingis would be lethal and nasty. Same thing with the pick and roll, pick and pop with Chris Esperzingas as well. So um, would it be a clunky fit, kind of like a your turn, my turn type of offense, which didn't work out last year with Brad and Spencer Dinwiddie. The only thing is that Brad, this Donovan Mitchell is a better, you know, he's just a better player than Spencer Dinwiddie. He's more explosive and an elite athlete and a better three-point shooter. So I do think it will work out if they were able to pull off a trade, but I think if there's a 0%, probably a negative, if there was a negative 10% chance, I would say it's most likely a negative 10% chance. But this is the offseason. This is things that are fun to talk about. So this is where we are in the offseason. The Wizards have just been tied. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner. And Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league 
helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. To everything. So I do want to read some of the rules on the um, on the 2023 pick. And then um, I'll talk about James Posey just a little bit. And then we'll wrap up with any obvious schedule here. But um, this is from, you know, Josh Roberts, who wrote the article. I'm just going to read a couple paragraphs because I know there's a paywall. I don't want to mess with the athletics money at all. Uh, but, yeah, this is a quote. So. In 2023, the pick is lottery protected. So if it falls anywhere from the first to the 14th pick, the Wizards keep that pick. So basically, if the Wizards don't make the playoffs, they keep that top 14 pick. But if the Wizards make the playoffs this year, then they they could potentially lose that pick. That lot of, they could lose that pick to the um to the to the New York Knicks. So, but since the Wizards wouldn't have fulfilled their obligation to the Knicks, the Wizards would then owe New York a 2024 first round pick, top 12 protected. Um, and then he goes on to say, since the pick owed to New York might be conveyed in 2024, Washington currently can't trade his 2025 first round pick because it would put Washington in danger of trading away its own first round picks in consecutive years. So you can't trade picks in consecutive years per the stipend rule. Um, then he goes on to say, since the pick owed to New York might be conveyed in 2025, Washington currently can't trade his 2026 first round pick to anyone else and so on. Washington currently cannot trade his 2027 first round pick. Because of the possibility, it will send its 2026, 2026 pick to New York. So he also goes on to say, to solve that problem, the Wizards and Knicks could agree to drop the protections on the pick in 2023. That would set the 2023 NBA draft as the firm year in which Washington would fulfill its obligation to New York, thus allowing the Wizards to then surrender their first-round picks in 2025 20, and 2027 as well and 2029. So, um, and also the downside of the Wizards eliminating pick protections in 2023 is if they underperform badly during the 2023 season and wind up with a pick early in the lottery. So the Knicks would just have that pick anyway. So let's say the Wizards, they, um, they the Wizards and Knicks agree to lift the protections. The Wizards finish bottom five in the league. Um, the Knicks would have that 23, 23 pick. So they would miss out on the talents in the draft. So Victor Winnyaba, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing his name. They would they would potentially have a chance at him. But they wouldn't anymore because the Knicks would have that pick. Or uh, Eamon Thompson, one of the Thompson twins. I love watching those guys. They're so athletic. Um, there's some really good guys on the draft next year. So uh, if the Wizards do finish badly and they gave up their pick, it would be it would be unfortunate for the Wizards, for sure. All right, so let's transition to James Posey. Um, for some young people who don't know who James Posey is, James Posey played for the for the Olympics. Uh, he played for the uh, Miami Heat as well. This guy is a winner everywhere he goes. Um, he played he's six foot eight, 215 pounds, averaged eight points in his NBA career. Two time NBA champion was all rookie in, uh, the 2000, in the, in his rookie season, which was in 2000, the 1999, 2000 season. Also, he coached at UVA. He was an assistant there. Um, unfortunately, uh, UVA that, that this past year, they went five and 22, five and 22. That was their, um, girls team. He was an assistant coach. Um, but he coached in the D League as well. He will be the first guy that played in the NBA on the coaching staff. They don't—they didn't have an NBA player last year, so that is intriguing this year. That's good to see. Um, but he, he was an assistant with the Cavaliers with Tyron Lue from 2014 to 2019. He coached with David Blatt as well, and he won his first NBA championship as an assistant coach in 2016 um, to go with two titles as a player. So that when the when the Cavs came back when they were down three and one, three to one, James Posey was on that staff. So that is good to know. I think the Wizards, maybe he could, was one of their, he was one, this is a quote from West Enzo Jr. 
as one of the toughest defenders in the league and a clutch shooter during the, his NBA tenure, we will be able to lean on his play and coaching experiences to help the development of our players, end quote. This is from Wes Unsell Jr. So James Posey, he was a tough defender. I remember with the Celtics playing with Kevin Garnett, playing with Ray Allen, uh, Rondo, Paul Pierce. He was one of their um, role players on the roster. And he definitely contributed to that to that championship for sure. Um, on the Miami Heat, you know, he was a good role player on that on that team as well in 2006 for sure. Um, so, yeah, can he bring another voice to the locker room? Wes Unsell Jr. struggled with, you know, finding roles or, you know, basically stating roles for players. Some players, you know, the, there was chemistry issues, you know, a lot of, you know, fighting and bickering going on in the locker room, you know, not not knowing their roles in the offense or whatnot. Can James Posey help him with that? Can he help a guy like a Rui Hachimura lock in defensively? Rui's good offensively, but can he be another voice, another guy in Rui's ear to get him lock in, to lock in defensively? Can he get Denny and help Denny's three-point shooting? James Posey was a 34% three-point shooter, but he hit some clutch threes throughout his uh, three-point career, so he, he has a solid shooting form. So, he, so can he help some of the young guys out defensively and offensively like Rui and Denny? That's what I'm going to be looking for um, and be a voice to Bradley Bill and other veterans like that, guys that he can relate to. He, and he's, he's about 45 years. He's 45 years old, so not too old. There's young guys. Players are still familiar with James Posey in his time in the NBA. So I like the hiring. I really do. I, I was – I was, I was, I, when I saw the tweet from Adam Schefter, I'm not sorry, not Adam, Adrian Waj wrote from Woj, I got a notification on my phone and it said the Wizards are finalizing a deal. And I was like, oh my goodness, who are the Wizards? Are they trading for somebody? I was, uh, I was, I was like, oh man, what's going to happen? But I saw that they, they signed, uh, they hired James Posey, which is, which is a really, really good hire. I'm happy about that hire. So let's get to the schedule here. I wanted to get some Todd to some Todd Gibson quotes, but we'll do that on another episode. But I do want to tell you what Diddy's schedule is really quickly here before we head out. Um, shout out to Iran Soroka. He says um, they play they play today, August 8th, 1.30 against Auburn. Um, then they play August 12th and the 13th in Romania. And then they play August 16th and the 18th in Tel Aviv. Play on August 25th and, the 20, and August 28th. They'll play Finland and Sweden in the World Cup qualifiers. And then he says from September 2nd, they'll play in the Euro Basket League in Prague or Prague. Um, so three things I'm looking for, Denny Avdia, when he's playing. I want to see the confidence. I want to see the shooting. I want to see the ball handling. I want to see him use his left hand. I want to see him uh, finish around the rim and make layups. I want to see him dunk on somebody and play with some athleticism. I want to see the shooting form. I always like. I have no problem with the shooting form. I want to see him knock down free throws as well. Uh, basically, the whole offensive repertoire. I want to see him, of course, guard one through five like he usually does. I think I have no concerns or questions about that. The questions for me are offensively um, and his leadership, his vocal leadership. You know, how what's the difference between him playing overseas or playing over here? How How is his demeanor? How is his body language? You know, how is he as a leader? So um, an offensive creation. There's some numbers that I do want to talk about on another episode. Uh, per, per b-ball index him and Rui that showed some really good flashes and really good potential uh from those guys that I really want to talk about but I do I definitely will recap the game against Auburn I'm definitely going to watch it at 1 30 and recap that with you guys it comes on SEC network um so I'm, I'm going to record that and watch it and sit down and watch it so all right so you guys just want to thank you guys for listening and making locked on wizards your first listen every day now for your second listen I want you guys to check out the lock NBA channel and podcast uh, with the latest news and rumors in, in the NBA in just 30 minutes. Every day with Locked On NBA. Locked On NBA, your daily NBA update in just 30 minutes. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.